To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a nature show host. In the native habitat of a suburban driveway, the poor victim of a broken windshield is left assessing his vehicle utterly helpless. Well, not true. If he's got GEICO, he can file a claim online, over the phone, or with his handy mobile app. But like a lone gazelle, he'll suddenly be left to fend for himself, awaiting his terrible fate. Nope. GEICO will assign him a designated claims team to help him out, too. So the gazelle gets his car fixed and everything. Wow. Nature is so cool. GEICO. Great service. Without all the drama. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. Welcome to the Not Playing Podcast. My name's Rob Howard and today I'm joined by Marcus Hurley and Will. We are in March of 2021 and uh, so far... there's not been a lot going on as far as gaming goes, but no. we have had a bit of news trickling through. Uh, the first thing I think we want to probably mention is there's been a bit of uh, movement on the next-gen PlayStation VR front. Oh, uh, who would have predicted so, that? No, I don't know. Someone uh, yeah. mentioned it a few times. Will Ademus over there. Yeah. Oh, to be fair, I saw it coming in. I, I thought it was going to be in the state of plays. I thought it was going to be the big one at the same time. Yeah, I, I thought five, so but, too. Uh, I think that was probably originally the plan. Uh, but the fact is, they, they, it's there, it's a thing, it's visible. And the controllers look pretty wicked. Yeah, I, well, because, yeah, there was the news. Uh, it was on the 23rd of Feb, and then it was kind of like about just two two weeks later or so. Um, they, they actually released pictures of these new VR controllers, which are actually the first VR controllers Sony has ever made. Yep. Um, yeah, the moment was there, and they look to the most successful VR controllers at the moment as well for guidance. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, they're not the only ones. Oculus and Valve have both been kind of ping ponging their concepts you, to, between each other. You know, there, there seems to be an established uh, way of doing this yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, what what they had before for the for PlayStation VR currently is is just the Move controllers, which were just motion controllers. Mm. Um, they don't really deal with uh, all the accesses or all your appendages. Um, so yeah, they, they they were kind of a. a and how many appendages up, do you have that you would use it? No, actually, not. No, let's not talk about your appendages ten. in VR um, and what yeah. you would use them for. Well, long long you, story but, short, it's the death of the magic ice creams, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yes, the magic <laughs> ice creams right. will be no more. Yeah, ho- yeah, hopefully so. Um, yeah, I mean, the, 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 the main thing really is having that one-to-one sort of hand uh, motion because mm. you can, like, you know, you get that, you can grip things, you can point at things, you know, you need your digits to yeah. press buttons in VR and stuff. So, uh, yeah, and, and having your thumbsticks on top as well to uh, be able to teleport around, which seems to be a fairly widely adopted means of traversal. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, yeah, no, it's quite interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, I thought when they first announced this, I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah, all right. It's just like some patent story or something. But it seems very clear, like having released actual pictures now 
I think we could be looking at uh, next Christmas. Yeah, I think this will be the big sold-out thing this Christmas coming. Christmas 2021. When's when's Risen Risen Evil Village coming out? I haven't actually looked, and normally I would have. Oh, uh, well, that was another thing, Because, obviously, Resident Evil 7 was VR. Um, It was the big VR Resident Evil game, and Village is 8, so... Yeah, it, it, whether it remains VR or at least has a VR element to it, I don't know. It, there might uh, be I've a not VR been following edition. it that much. Because they've been very quiet about this, it's, haven't they? Uh, it's out in okay. May, 7th of So it's not unreasonable that it would come with a VR version of Resident Evil Village. Because I, I can see that being a bundle, so, yeah. considering how well-received 7 was. It's saying that it says that, that that it is going to have VR, mm. but that would just be the existing. But surely there must have been an allowance VR because they system. knew that the upgraded kit was coming. It's like Will said; they they just kept quiet about it. Yeah, it's it's not well, been confirmed yeah, by I the way, yeah, as far as I can tell. Mm. Okay, so another one and to watch. I've, the space, I've seen a, a number of articles. Some saying it appears support for VR is dead. Uh, saying no VR announcement, but that doesn't actually mean... What it means is there's a release date. What it also means is that VR could follow as a day yeah. two patch or whatever. Uh, it's, exactly. Because nothing yeah. has been... It's not it's, been confirmed that it won't have it. And it's not been confirmed that it will have it. So it will... I wouldn't be surprised. I I heard the VR was really successful. So... Yeah, it was, we'll yeah. See. Yeah, there's been a few leaks and rumours, so that means to the VR press that it's completely well, it was, well it was successful enough that <laughs> it was successful enough that the character Ethan is the main one in this follow up game so mm. that was more than just a dip into VR um, style Resident Evil and then kind of thrown away you yeah know? What, so you're saying because it's got the same well, character it's, it's seven, more than that it's, it's more than VR. that it's more because you've got these remake ones which are the third person one and then you've got these Resident Evil first person ones and it seems like there's two, right. um, not arcs, but two distinct game franchise styles of Resident Evil going ahead. So you'll have probably seven, eight, and nine, and then you'll have all of the sort of remake, reboot versions and stuff that will be done separately. So I think that they're putting this spin on this style. So I don't, I, I realistically think we will see a VR version. I think there's probably enough in there. So it won't be day one, but there will be some allowance in the code or something because they would know this is coming. Because it's doesn't matter to me. I won't ever. Oh, play you'll it love VR. it, Rob. You'll absolutely love it. You'll love it. No, I won't. You'll love it. I won't. Eighteen I won't. foot tall random no, vampire because... woman with Wolverine's hand. You'll love it. <laughs> I will no, never play VR no, horror. horror. Only in isolation <laughs> or something. I don't know if they ever did that you... in VR, but that sounds yeah, like they the did. worst. There was yeah, a version thought, of it. I thought we discussed it. That sounds. Or, or like as they hell. call it, anxiety isolation. Half Life Alex was it. bad enough. Sorry, what was that? Half Life Alex, Half Life Alex mm. was bad enough, and that wasn't a that wasn't a like complete yeah. horror game. There were horror elements to it and horror sections, but this scene, I'm not yeah. going to play a game that is just full out. I'll tell you what, I would like that. to play in VR. I think this is very much wishful thinking. I don't know if you guys ever remember a uh, PC games called Black and White. It was kind of a god mode game. Oh yeah, where you, you were a you've got a creature and you choose. Yeah. So so you're looking yeah. down from on high and you'd reach down on the map and pick up your creature and you would stroke it or 
pick it up and place it and you would you would yep. use your powers to pick things up and talking about this this controller where you've got the proper digital moving capabilities I, I can quite imagine using vr to play this whole god thing i think that would be yeah. really cool and probably not motion sicky yeah i mean there are a few games uh i've not played any but there are ones that like let you where you are like the disembodied uh camera mm. you know over a sort of strategy type yeah. battlefield there's a few of those around um i've not played anything like that um but yeah, they do exist, and like you know, all kinds think of things City like that. Would be so, cool. yeah. Yeah. I think totally SimCity City would be a cool one as well. Yeah, because you would definitely feel like a deity. Yeah, I'm especially, the, especially the last hmm. SimCity where you actually crafted it from the land, so you built it from the island up, and everything. Yeah, once again, it's that whole like, god yeah. mode. Yeah. Sadly, the uh, PlayStation Five, uh, or sorry, yeah, the the second generation Sony VRs headset is said to be have it will have yeah, at least a one single cable, cable which is still it, which... better than i think it was but yeah i mean full wireless i think they'd just be pushing the price and the technological requirements uh above what might be as consumer friendly as is needed on the consoles yeah i think it's a massive bummer though because i've only got a single cable hooking on my oculus and it's so annoying like when you're doing room scale VR and you're like tying, you have to tripping yourself over or having to stand in a certain spot. I kind of get it. Can you get a transmitter and receiver? I mean, does it plug slack. into like a straight HDMI type setup? At which point, can you use an HDMI sender receiver? You know, all of that type stuff. Can you make it wireless? Maybe. I know Oculus Quest, you can mm. connect over Wi Fi. Mm. So, but maybe, so, I mean, mate, I don't know. It's I mean, all about lag and reflex box, and all of that good stuff, isn't it? But it's, it's an interesting one. Yeah, but cost. Yeah, absolutely. Cost, um, portability, all sorts of elements are key. I mean, it would be brilliant to just have something that's it's kind of like a pair of sunglasses that you put on and that does it all. One day it'll be there, but right now, nah, we're still wired. I will admit. I just thought we might be... I thought we might have got there. You know, I think we may see one. Um, I think we may see one wireless in the near future, but the PSVR 2 isn't there yet. We may see PSVR 2 Pro come out in a couple of years' exactly. time. Who knows? We will it's going to be another one of those ones where Rob gets up and looks off and we hear it and wonder what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting a beer. It's only that yeah. my fridge is right there. Just I will bite though. I will bite right. on the PSVR. Okay. I, th- I think so. I had to cancel my PS5 order, and I must admit, I'm quite happy with my PC. But the paucity s- of uh, new console games coming out, which I think we'll maybe move mm. on to in a moment, is yeah. uh, is quite an issue. But for me, I think PSVR feels like the catalyst that would push me into PS5. But ideally, PSVR and a slim black. PS5, not a gigantic white tower. It I like my white one. It's brilliant and looks yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> it goes with absolutely nothing, but I love how like you oh, can it, see how it. <laughs> outrageous it looks. It's like it's just it's just like what is that? It's most definitely nothing mm. other See, than I reckon, I reckon they held back. I reckon they could have made some sort of luminous element to it so that it just pulses. <laughs> to be fair, uh, my PC has luminous pulsing 
uh, going on constantly. Yeah. So uh, it's I just need a PlayStation wow. that doesn't it's full look disco. Like that. But yeah, obviously the, the listeners can't uh, see that. But I've just popped the webcam, and yeah, I've got a for, constant, for the audio constant neon pulsing. For the audio, Will's has shown us basically a disco golfish bowl. <laughs> disco <laughs> aquarium. But but I haven't turned the rest on. The fans have got LEDs on as well, which can go through some colour cycle. I didn't order it; it's uh, just a case they gave me. But, it's what um, you get now. It's, it's yeah, the thing. Yeah, but yeah. So I've got I've got um, LED multicoloured lights in my keyboard and in my PC's fans and inside in that used to be just boxes you played games on. It's baffling. Mm. Well, but there we go. They make it go faster. Cool. Yeah. There we go. Um, right. Faster than Rob's, yeah. anyway. Moving on, <laughs> I suppose. Uh, we. Yeah. We're still on a Sony tip here, but uh, there was there was a state of play uh, last month. Uh, there, it was. Uh, to be honest, I was a bit underwhelmed with what was there, but there are a few things you could probably call out. Um, one one thing I like the look of was this uh, game yes, called Seafood, nice. which is by the creators of a, that beats up RPG game Absolver, and uh, it's yeah, like a kung fu martial arts third person game um, with a very cool art style. Um, I don't know whether this is like a full AAA sort of game. I'd say double A, kind of like a Yakuza kind of thing, but slightly above like maybe. But yeah, it did look really yeah. interesting. It was basically just harnessing that awesome sequence from Daredevil, the idea of combat and everything, obviously fueled by decades of Chinese martial arts films and stuff, but an old boy, so maybe the Korean influence as well. Um but it was just it was just it just looked like let's make a kind of beat 'em up, story driven beat 'em up in some ways, or maybe like a Tekken storyline where you are a person, you want to fulfill a destiny. There are people to smack up. Begin. <laughs> yeah. Although we're going to pretend this is a story. Although Tekken storyline story I use in quotes is actually quite balmy. And by the time Tekken 7 has come around, the Mishima Corporation has basically owned the world, stopped, stopped wars by basically going to war with every country on the world and winning. So, I know... But this is what I mean. Stories aren't necessarily now, Marcus, that important sorry. to gameplay. Not in a fighting game, no. I mean, no. quite a It depends. Like... I mean, it looks like you're building up your dojo and your reputation, so it could be it could be related because Sifu's master. So, and it looks like that sort of thing where you build up your dojo and a reputation of it, and people come and challenge you from other dojos and stuff like that. So it's and... kind of like Dojo Manager 2021. Uh, yeah, Dojo <laughs> Fighter, <laughs> Dojo Fighter Two Turbo. Yeah, looks like environmental uh, considerations, makeshift weapons. Yeah, it looks cool. Uh, like and yeah, like upgrade, uh, up skill upgrades and stuff. Yeah, looks pretty decent. The only other thing I, I like the look of was uh, the Kenner Bridge of Spirits, which I've got to like, say you know, I was a bit, a bit bored of seeing more Oddworld because I kind of hope the game comes out soon because every other every other bit they add on, oh, it feels it, like I've seen it during the not E3 was it one of the E3s or something like that and you just think there's, there's only so much more they can show without just going ah oh, fuck it we'll just tell them the whole story <laughs> yeah well I, it's going it's going to be on uh, PlayStation Plus it's a free mm. game 
uh, turns out. So we yeah. can't really complain about it too much. But it is it does just seem like I bet in like whatever studio that is, they're like in the basement and like literally like an odd world character. Now and then and they go, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, and see how they're getting on. Yeah. <laughs> Got anything for us yet? Oh, we yes. have we're the shiny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've, I've obviously I've got a, a slight stake in the FF7 upgrade. Um, yes, which it's is an upgrade, strange, but it proves my theory because you get a lot of people complaining and saying, "Oh, when's the next game coming out on PS4?" And I said from the start, the next one will not be on PS4. The next one will be definitely be PS5. And this yeah. is just showing that. This is basically just saying, look, we're going to put an extra story bit in there. This is the free upgrade. If you've bought it on the PS4, you can upgrade for free. If yeah. not, you can buy this and that. And then... Why do, why do they have to make up words Well, for it's it? it's called Final Ooh. Fantasy, yet the game's gone on for like 15 parts. So I think that's not the issue. <laughs> so integrate... Uh, it's in kind of like trying to look to for the dwarf in... in it's like trying to look for the dwarf in Red Dwarf. Sorry. Uh, they're not making up a word. Oh, no, it's a no. To pass yeah. into another form by a series of intervening forms. Uh, so you may have several forms which integrate with each other. So, so it's integrating into the PS5 version. Arguably. Oh, it's a remake and it's the next arguably, gen Arguably, but there also may be elements to this expansion plot that are about it as well. It's probably just yeah. something quite clever that covers the whole. right? But it's not a not word. Um, yeah. it's a word that we're just well, anyway, not very familiar with. Sorry. Pedantic stuff aside, I'm happy about no, it. No, it... we do not put the pedantic stuff aside. Sorry. Well, just because you've got a big PC, Will. You know, <laughs> come on. Anyway, moving on. But yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm happy about it because it means it means that the next game that comes out in 2024, 2025, um, will be bigger because it will roughly follow the same story which means you'll probably go back to Midgar a little bit as well. Um, but they need that extra power. And the PS4 would not be able to do this at all. You'd have yep. to have the PS4 running with cloud server backup, which would be a quite a funny term if they called it cloud yeah, server edition. Yeah, I was just edition. thinking that, yep. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I think that's be the only way to get this running, and no one would stand for that because you'd be there waiting for the game to load for like 20 minutes. We've got to be looking at like three years. Yeah, no, that's what I said. Twenty twenty four. The time when the uh, when the platform like reaches peak. Sort well, it's of, uh, yeah. It will be twenty twenty four, twenty twenty five by the time they're done on this. On the next one. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Simply because the game just gets bigger and bigger, and the, and the environments as well. I mean, it it goes full open world. An original game, you could go to whatever back and forth to whatever place you wanted to. Apart from Midgar, because they kept saying if we went back there, we'd get arrested because of the events of the first disc. And in this case, would be the first game. So it's 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 okay. It, I mean, basically, in the original game, you played through the whole city part, and then you had to leave. And then when you left, uh. everyone freaked out because suddenly you were playing in nineteen ninety seven this completely open world thing. And yeah, no I, I remember that, that happening. Yeah. I, okay. I, I went. To, I started on eight, but yeah, I remember this yeah. whole. Oh my god! There's always a bit that does ridiculous. that. Yeah, and then yeah, and that did that first. So people were like, "Holy shit, what?" And you look around, you could see the little tiny thing representing Midgar, and then you went up to this little snake that was crawling around a bog, and it turned out to be this bastard boss called a Midgar Zolom that was always optional, 
and it was always a fucker to beat. So I'm looking forward to that when I eventually get my PS5. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to see what they're doing with it. Because yeah. for me, it's it's like... It's like kind of like The Mandalorian, where you take something that you already love, and they craft new and cool shit onto it, like bringing. But you realise if it's in three parts, you'll be pushing fifty by the time this is done. (laughs) Mate, I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) I don't care. I've got a dog now. I'm retired. I'm not going outside. Fuck it. (laughs) Getting a dog. I uh, I did I did download Final Fantasy VII because it's become available on PlayStation Plus now. It is. Pretty much so, a, a uh, mediocre I, story, I, hack and slash. I well, I say mediocre story. I love the story. It's eco warriors and stuff and corporate espionage. But... I, sorry, I haven't downloaded yeah. it. Yeah. I've just Added unlocked to library. it, like so that like yeah. Because uh, as I explained on a previous episode, uh, if I just download yeah. everything, I no. forget it's there because of the interface on the PlayStation. No. It doesn't keep um, scrolling. Yeah, it's like on a separate screen. If Before you we jump off on this, on I, I did watch something quite fun, and it was a, a streamer who played through the opening part of Final Fantasy FF7 Remake, and she was kind of like going, you know, and she was a bit emotional about it and everything. Turns oh, out God. she was the voice actress for Aerith, one of the characters. Right. So she got to see herself oh. in the game, and she just went, "Oh my god, that's so weird." Oh, I seeing suppose yourself. she's allowed to be emotional, but I can't stand emotional streamers. I've god. seen you when the beer runs out. What are you on about? Crush <laughs> <laughs> them. No, they used to. Um, I'm pretty sure on on Uncharted, they used to get uh, the guy uh, who did the voice of mm. Nathan Drake, Troy. Uh, Troy back? No, no, the, the other one. The other yeah. one. They Not u- Kevin Con. They, they oh. used to get him. They used to get him to play the game, and so they would, and then they would like record another track of him going, "Oh, ah. <laughs> wicked!" So Nolan it was North. Like authentically, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, so it would be authentically uh, his yeah. voice oh, as wow. you're playing. He's in everything. Yes. Yeah. Well, if it's not Nolan North, yeah, he's it's done Troy. Loads of stuff. Yeah, Troy he's, Baker, he's Nolan North. Yeah. He do- he plays he plays his brother in yes. one of them. Or probably both. No, yeah. hang on, brother. Oh, that's four. <laughs> yeah, no, brother of yeah. Nathan. Uh, yeah, no, right, anyway. okay, on moving on. Uh, yeah, uh, a bit of bad news that I was really fucked off about is that um, basically Bloodlines 2, uh, the developer has been fired by the publisher, which effectively means the game is cancelled. They have brought in another studio to finish it off, but I've I've heard this shit happen before. I yeah, when you say finish with, it um, off, that's with a bolt gun, isn't it? <laughs> like a wounded racehorse. Yeah, put it out of its misery. Yeah, it just reminded me very much of Dead Island Two, which a uh, uh, similar thing happened. I and uh, I don't believe that game's ever come out. Mm. So ironically named. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a shame. I'm I'm kind of going about this because I did I did I was kind of rooting for it because I do remember I did remember the first game very fondly, but it does all seem like a bit of a pipe dream. Really, the guy came on. It was a passion project. I think as things progressed and standards had to be raised to accommodate like current gen standards, I just think they I think they just needed much more uh, yeah, resources yeah. and. They weren't able to get the project up, you know, up to the quality level that was expected. So it's not really surprising, but I was hoping that they might, you know, 
pony up the extra cash and, and actually make something of it. But I guess they must have just looked at like the the, the market and gone, have is there actually room yeah. for this? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think there is, considering there's fuck all coming out. It could out. be the developer just wasn't Switching delivering the quality they did. Yeah, I mean, I watched. I think it was. Uh, I think it was at the the the, the final E three. I nearly said last E three. The final <laughs> E three that we experienced a year or two ago. That was. Um, I think they showed it there uh, alongside a bunch of stuff that I think was intended for next gen. I think it might have even been last gen, but it definitely it looked way pony compared to the, the other stuff yeah. that they were showing, like other game. So, oh well, rest in peace. Bloodlines 2, if it does surface, I, I'm trepidatious at best. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think it's DOA. So, yeah, I looking at it, so it was, uh, so the developers, uh, so Paradox was the uh, publisher and it pulled it from Hard Suits Labs, who I must admit are not one I'm particularly familiar with. Um, but, yeah, Paradox had said it had signed a new developer to pick up development duties. Uh, but it sounds like the wait for the game could be quite a long one, and as you say, might be waiting for Godot here. Yeah, I'm. I'm not uh, holding my breath. <laughs> I think a lot of companies seem to be kind of pausing things. Um, well, yeah. some are just outright murdering them. But I think I think because 2021 is so mad, despite our best wishes and our best intentions to get everything back on track. It's like 2020 a fucked up so much <laughs> yeah. that it, the variables are too much. It's 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 like looking at an audio track where the, where the, the levels are just going everywhere. Because um, I'm I was gutted by the uh, fact that Gotham Gotham Knights yes. was delayed because I, yeah, I was looking forward was to that. I wanted a new so, Batman game or yeah. Batman universe. I, I, I wanted Batman, I wanted a fun multiplayer game like in the Batman world. I wanted to be one of those. CW idiots, but better because they have to worry about a boring plot and a love yeah. interest. I just smacked fools in the head, and that was it. Although it could have been, um, I mean, the Gotham Knights thing could have just been uh, smashed back when it realised the Avengers game. It could have been trying to go down that whole looter shooter levelling up, although yeah. that might be the Suicide Squad. Uh, oh, I, I, I will be a bit nervous. It's not like the Warner Brothers Studios. Um, after what they did on Shadow of War with loot boxes on a single-player game, um, mm. can be accused of uh, consumer-friendly development. So I think if they could make their own destiny, I just, but it, it's yeah. possible that they realised that they were going too towards it and the uh, the consumer is starting back, yeah. to realise. So we'll see. May, maybe consumer power is because, very high at the yeah, moment. And maybe it's because what was going to be released, they actually realised, is getting too many releases and flopping like a floppy dead floppy thing. Mm. So, we will but see. anyway, I'm looking forward to um, Gotham floppiness in uh, 2022. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds a bit weird. I'm still but... waiting for a release date for Far Cry 6, which was meant to be out by now. Well, um, all It's still not got a release date. It's just sometime between no. April 2021 and March 2022. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, yeah I... I must have misread that, you know, and think for oh, it'll be out by March, uh, May, but it's like no, Next it's like year. Uh, there's absolutely no date on no. that. I mean, we could be looking at maybe a. Just it to be honest. honest, well, they'll just do their usual and put it out just well, before Christmas, which is when they put all I mean, the way things are going. Yeah. So yeah, going. No, that that was it. 
I think if there's not going to be an if there's not going to be an Assassin's hmm. Creed this year, uh, then it it will fill that slot. I, I I have watched a couple of like things like um I always weirdly even though I don't really play the game I always watch the uh, Smash Brothers announcements for characters because <laughs> I just find it fascinating. Like I'd be like, who's going to turn up next? Oh my god, how much did that cost? Um, but interestingly, the last one that they did, I can't remember which character it was. Um, I think it was some from Xeno Saga or something like that, one of the Xeno games on the Wii, but. The guy in charge, Sakurai, he was actually doing it from home. Because he says Japan, uh, the Wii announcement, character announcement, he wasn't Mm. doing it from the office. And he was saying that they've had 6,000 cases a day in Japan again. So there was been another spike. So video game development is probably being affected, which is why they're pushing stuff back. I know, but we were kind of going, oh, it's, it's, you know, they must have been working on it and stuff, but you you kind of think with all the restrictions and everything still going on and things turning off and on and off and on, accountants get nervous enough and shareholders get nervous enough in companies. So I I, I really can't blame them for pushing stuff no. back. I'll be honest, it's if you look at Cyberpunk, for example, yeah. I think Cyberpunk... Yeah, I was about to yeah. bring that up. You yeah. could both, because that's one of those ones where I think they kind of went, we've put it back and we've put it back and yeah. it's not ready. And if we'd all been in the office together, it probably would have been ready. Yeah. But we've said we're going to release it. Let's do it. Uh, we've got a lot of goodwill and uh, see where that went. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, massively backfired. I think it's a shame. I think, I think that I think that will have created a shockwave. They will yeah. all be taking notes. Well, Sony haven't even put it back on the it, PlayStation Store yet. You still can't buy it from the PlayStation Store. That's how no, bad it yeah. is. That's astonishing. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's out. I know. It's been like nearly what yeah. four months since it was initially Start, was it released. Start of December. It's unbelievable. Yeah. 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 I think they wanted to yeah, get it out before Christmas, didn't they? So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think the only, like, nailed-on one that I can think of is, or, or maybe two, that I can see coming out on the date they say is Deathloop, which yeah. is in May, and Ratchet, Ratchet yeah. and Clank Both the of which month. were delayed, though, heavily. Both of which were meant to be launch window games. Deathloop yeah. was yeah. launch window. But they... But they seem like they're in, like, their final marketing yeah. cycle. Well, especially Deathloop. yeah. yeah. Uh, Ratchet and Clank, I'm not sure about, but that, that won't come out uh, unless that meets pretty high standards. Well, so absolutely, where's Insomniac know, as well? It's never going to get. Well, you've got you've got yeah, an Order of the Rings yeah. game as well. It got delayed. It was a Gollum game that they that wasn't out, so I haven't really been following that. But more importantly, <laughs> Gran Turismo Seven. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me about <laughs> but that. Gran yeah. Turismo Seven has been pushed back, and that is a big game for Sony. The Gran yes, Turismo games are big. They are like. They are their version of Forza. They're also very much delayed. Yeah, so they're like twenty twenty two, and that's that's and basically that is being made by Sony Computer Entertainment Japan now, basically because it's polyphony. Yeah. Now here's the thought though. So since we last recorded, the uh, Microsoft acquisition of Bethesda went through. Bethesda own the company putting out this game that's going to be um, PlayStation exclusive to start with. Wouldn't it be interesting to understand whether or not uh, they're going to put it back for further polish or get it out because they've got a year to do all the bug fixes and patches before it then comes out free on Xbox? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why, maybe, why, yeah why that might be an idea. Would they polish any further? Release it, the deal is through, um, and then release the mega ultra patch after a year when the timed exclusivity deal is up. 
Yeah. Yeah, I never thought about it that way. <laughs> they yeah. might just be like shitting it out to. Uh, I don't think they will. I think it. it's going to be quality, just because it's from Arcane. To be fair, and they are great. Yeah, why would they want to? They wouldn't want to tarnish the reputation of no the studio. They just bought. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Sorry, it's just, it's just it a well. little bit of. Uh, they might as well. They don't care if it's not very good on the PlayStation, but if it comes out to bad reviews, it's not going to help anyone, is it? Yeah, no. No, not really. But no, I, I totally understand. That, that is an interesting uh, angle you can put on there. But yeah, I think I think Resident Evil will definitely come out as well. Um, I was just kind of just kind of having a look. A lot of, I mean, there's Returnal and Outriders, but they all seem like oh, Outriders. was coming out. Free? Did I read or something, or or was that the one? Were, was that, was that the game that's getting free with the? Uh, they're giving away free stadias. What are they giving away a free stadia with now? Oh, it's um, uh, Resident Evil. Evil. Oh, okay, that was, yeah. <laughs> I tell you, that, yeah. That, that, that was what I did. What I touch on. It's, it's when you find out Google are giving away free control. Well, it's free stadia controllers, really, isn't it? Yeah. Which is the console. Um, but giving that hardware away free to so just say, please, please come and play it on our platform. It is good. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, Outriders is going straight onto Game Pass, but only so far for console and Android, wow. whatever that means. So uh, nothing about PC Game oh, Pass. Okay. So don't know that. Wow. But if it goes on there, I'll give it a sniff just to find out what it's yeah. like. It's by the people that did uh, Bulletstorm. <laughs> um, just Sorry. noticed something um, which probably makes the Warner Brothers Gotham Knights thing make a little bit more not necessarily more sense mm. the uh, Rob you might want to plug your ears in for this the Batman movie is being pushed back to March 4th 2022 is so it still Batfleck or have they got rid of Batfleck it's Patterson Robert Patterson Oh, that was it. Sparkly Batman. It's basically... I'll, I'll Bat- be honest, I've never seen him in anything, so I shouldn't be judgmental. No, he's but... apparently a good actor. He's oh, I'm sure he is. apparently a really good actor now. Oh, look, it, be feel, it feels like it's Batman year one, so I'm willing to kind of give it a look. Um, you know, he's just started out being Batman. He's still angry. He's still more psycho than clever. I think my um, trouble is Bruce Wayne was always this old, cool, suave, mature guy, and he started yeah, but he to be wasn't played always by... there, he's starting he? to be played by actors who are younger than me, Marcus. This is my issue. You know what that means? Means I'm old. You're Alfred. <laughs> You're Alfred. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Have you noticed though that yeah. Alfred, in all the iterations, Alfred has become so more and more gosh. British and more and more of a cynical Brit. He's well, either like Mr. in well, Gotham, Master he Marcus. was Sean. In oh. Gotham, he was Sean. Sean Pertwee. Yes, who did a cracking job actually? I really. He was liked fantastic. Him. He was like he was basically the guy from from Dog Soldiers. Yeah, when he I watched was it the again. sergeant in Dog Soldiers, wasn't yeah. he? He was basically oh, you yeah. horrible motherfuckers. He was Let's like, get down no, here. Master Bruce, Master Bruce gonna... cannot get you a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to hit someone, Master Bruce, hit him properly. Now, put your dukes up, or I'll, la- or I'll light you up. <laughs> I was surprised how much I enjoyed Gotham. Sorry, but sorry, bit yeah. of a bit of a uh, an uh, yeah. integrade approach into the other podcast. But uh... <laughs> anyway, let's get back on track. So Gran Turismo has been delayed. There'll be plenty of Alfred. <laughs> oh. Yeah. There'll be, there'll be plenty of Alfred on the other <laughs> yeah. show. The next, the next so, one. Where should we Sorry. go from here? Oh. Uh, well, that that is the question, isn't it? 
Well, there is a game that's well, coming mean, out, well, as we record, that I think has just come out, that I, someone has played at least a demo to. Uh, uh, but he oh, doesn't yeah. really like um, talking about the, the franchise. He doesn't, because he's, he's, he's done a lot of it. Yeah, I know, we're going to have to really persuade yeah. him. Yeah. I don't what like to talk about all the times I've played about. the franchise. Let's see. <laughs> um, you may have seen me on Monster Hunter World. <laughs> Monster um, Hunter Galaxy! Monster Hunter! Monster <laughs> um, <laughs> Hunter immunity. Yeah, a game has finally you know come around. I thought I was playing free. Monster Hunter. You know, to paraphrase Al Pacino, just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back. But this is no, one you can at least play in the pub or outside or whatever. Because yeah. it's portable I'm not again. I'm doing any of that. I'm going to play it on my TV. Screw yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> they've only stopped. They've only stopped showing you the carrot because they've got no, another anyway, carrot. They've only shown it? me the carrot. They've shown me the field. <laughs> but yeah. do you know what? Actually, all jokes aside, I am bloody impressed with this game. So, Considering I've gone so from we playing need to it name, on the PS4. We named it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. This game, Monster Hunter Rise, <laughs> Rise of the Monsters, <laughs> I'm actually really impressed because it runs on the, I think it's the RE engine because it's Capcom. So it's the Resident Evil engine, the new one they've been using since Resident Evil 7. I think. Um, and the scalability is impressive. Yeah. Seriously, some of the stuff... The Switch well, I mean, like powered, right? The ability for it to be running on a Switch and to do things like multiple large monsters turning up during your hunt. Basically, it feels like you're playing Monster Hunter World, but in a slightly more Japanese setting because it's gone back to the monster, more Monster Hunter style. Um, you're basically in a Japanese samurai-style village. But it's surrounded by these large and weird creatures that do things. But it's also brought back a lot of the ones like the flying dragons, the Rathians that poison you and everything. And they've got this same move let move set, and they kind of act a bit similar as well. The ability, look, I've I've seen like I've been playing the game, and you go and hunt something, and I've just gone, fuck, this thing's in my way. I can, I can also hunt this. I was not expecting it to feel like Monster Hunter World but with mm. slightly reduced graphics. And I don't mean that in a derogative way. I mean, obviously, it's not going to look the same as a PS4 Pro and a PS4. But Until it's fucking on the Switch hell, Pro, rumoured for I've, next I've year. Got, I haven't played it on the, on the actual handheld. I've played it on the screen, on my TV. And for yeah. me to be impressed by that... Oh, I'm docked. Yeah, docked. What, you played it docked? Um, for me to be impressed in that right. way... To say they've actually done a really good job. They've taken all of the quality of life stuff that they learned from Monster Hunter World, which I think I mentioned was Capcom's probably most successful game ever. Mm. Um, it's made them a shitload of money, and they've gone. So they oh, keep on yeah, yeah that I think it deserves it. I think they need, they need a fucking medal for what they've done. Because I played this on the PS2 back in the day, and I've gone on about this, wax lyrical about this until the cows came home. But to pull me into the game to the extent I did, I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm really impressed. And they've changed it up as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean so so is uh, there a campaign to this? Or, well, no, or the, are you just kind well, of the campaign doing is kind of like you get a, like- I say story in inverted commas. The story is usually they're in a place, 
they've gone to a village, they set it up, and they're going out and exploring it, and something's usually causing the monsters in the area to be upset or strange, and you go out and you investigate why. So it's a tenuous story that pulls you into quests, yeah. but it's not just... It is go to the mm. quest board and stuff, but the game's done in a way where you will sometimes get led from one monster straight into the other. Um, so whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when you're doing the story mode, it will oh. sometimes pull you in. So you'll go back to the village and you'll talk to like the elders or whatever. And then they'll say, Oh my God, the thing's out there. Okay, go, go and sort it out. And then you go to the quest board. I'm only going by Monster Hunter World. And then you basically start the quest and then the story continues and you get a little cutscene and stuff like that. So yeah, there is a story element, but I find it if it's the same as world, the story element is only about a third of the game and right. it kind of finishes. The end game stuff is kind of like way after you'll kill the first, you'll kill the main boss or whatever of the game. And then there'll be more monsters. Basically all of the stuff they were giving away for free saying there's a new monster every week or whatever. That was all post story. Yeah. Um, it was just extra right. stuff that was coming up and so, you'll get so, like a little bit of extra story or something or a little cutscene to introduce it. And it will just be like, not new game plus, but like story mode epilogue or something. Yeah. Isn't the multiplayer going to be a bit compromised on this mate, because it's switched? Mate, the multiplayer has been increased. It, you've got four players, but you can also bring your um, Palamut, which is um, they've introduced a dog that you can. Because in Monster Hunter World, you could ride creatures, you could call a creature, oh, and like you, a and like a like a companion, kind of. But in in World, it was just a an indigenous creature, like a four legged whatever, would rock up, and you jump on its back, and you go and follow the creature that's trying to escape because you're kicking its ass. Um, mm. And it's quicker than running after it, which you did in a lot of other games. And they've kept that element, but as well as a palico, which is like a cat person, a, not a cat person, literally a cat, that can heal you or attack or whatever, you give it a a class and it will help you in battle doing certain things. So it will either come along and heal you or it will be attacking the creature to get you extra loot from it. Um or it will set up um, status sort of things like put explosives on the ground and traps and stuff like that. So that was the cat, the palico thing. And I've realised I've never actually gone into the detail of this in my waffle about the previous game. Oh no! Please do <laughs> no, 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 elaborate. No, no. But, I, 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 but that's just that's just that's just the flavour. But when you went into the game in Monster Hunter World, the way it worked was if you're on your own, you had your palico. If there were two of you, you both had your palicos. If there are three of you, the leader of the, the the person who started the quest had theirs, and the other two didn't. And if there's four player, none of you have got them. So you're just yeah. on your Todd. And you've got to deal with healing and sorting people out and stuff like that, or yourselves. In this game, you can go into battle with... They've introduced the Palamut, which is the ride creature, but then also attacks. It's not really there to heal you, and it's like a like wolf dog sort of thing. You can all go into battle with one of cool. those. You can either go into battle four player with a Palico or a Palamute. So they've actually increased the amount of work this game is doing, which makes no sense to me. It's on an underpowered system and they've upped it. I don't understand how that works. They've also introduced something yeah. called the Wirebug um, system, which is basically they've enhanced the game engine so that you now can dash, 
you can sort of like use a bug to almost Spider-Man zipline into it. And you've got two of them at the bottom of the screen and they kind of regenerate and come back. You know, so you can't do it infinite number of times and basically break the game. But you can use it to sort of tech roll. So if you it's take got a, a cooldown, large... basically. Yeah, it's got, yeah, right. they've got cooldowns. You've also got um, what they call like a tech roll system, which is like from beat em ups, where when you hit the ground and you press a button and you'll basically not take damage from the throw yeah. or something and you bounce up. Yeah, it's actually But you can free, do that with it. So rather than yep. getting, yeah. So rather than getting knocked down and then you're right in front of the monster, you can use one of your wire bugs to sort of tech out and it will drag you out a certain distance from it. You've also, and this is fucking mental, you've also got the ability to jump on a creature and use it like a fucking Power Ranger to attack another. Yeah, when you say use it like a Power Ranger... Um, Sorry, kind I, of I, like... I, I, I've, I've seen... I've, I've jumped to the back it. of... Um, there's a, a dragon creature called a Raffian, which is a, a female one, and it, it's got, like, poison elements and stuff. You could jump on the back of it. I can't remember how you do it. You do a certain number of attacks, and you've got a ride option. And then you, you're on its back, and you've got, essentially, like, the wires all strung up, and it's, like, harnessed a bit. Right. And then you can ride that creature over to the one you're you're hunting and start attacking it. And it does certain movesets with that creature on it. So whereas you would normally take 20, whatever, 30 damage, or maybe if you're a greatsword, you know, 100 and something with a true charge slash, um, this thing can do like 100s off it with attacks. And you can do it a certain number of time, and you've got like a, a certain time limit before it kind of breaks through. So you hmm. can actually use monsters to attack other monsters. Or if you're on the back of the monster you're hunting, you can run it into a wall and it will smack out, it'll fall over and it makes it easier to attack. You gotta hunt monsters then. Yeah. Um I thought it was a car game, so I was very confused. Um, you know, especially when <laughs> you especially thought you when played a really Clarkson big hunter. Exactly. It was a big hunt. Clarkson turned up. <laughs> Biggest hunt of the month. The problem all. I have with so I'm 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 baffled because I don't understand how this game works. Um, the logic what? doesn't make sense. I'm having a tardis. I don't understand half the stuff you're saying. If that helps, well, this is basically <laughs> a game which, in theory, should be inferior to the game I'm playing, but seems to be an even more rewarding experience. Well, they've the had a only chance thing to see that... what worked and what doesn't, and they've built exactly. another one, right? Well, Brilliant. the only the only thing that the only thing that bugs me is that I thought that you lost a lock-on camera because I couldn't lock onto the creature. And I was like, okay, maybe that's the compromise. Turns out there's an option setting. I should have done that because I'd forgotten about that in the original, in the version I was playing. So from what, what I found really quite interesting was reading some of the reviews gave quite a potted history of Monster Hunter World. And I, yeah. what I found really quite fascinating was that Monster Hunter World was, sorry, Monster Hunter, apologies, hmm. was, was huge in Japan because it was very much yeah. a social handheld game. You would get people with their with their handheld consoles with Monster yeah. Hunter on it, and they would go and play together socially, sort of outside or wherever. I can completely see consoles. how that worked. Yeah, yeah. and you it, do so get PS, sucked into it properly. Yeah. So the PlayStation Portable Monster Hunter was one of the biggest games on that, and it never came. Yeah. One never came out for the Vita because Nintendo no. had actually bought the exclusive rights to that one. But yeah. then. The last handheld died, the Vita. Nintendo didn't push out another one. They went for the Wii U of all madness with their with its tablet screen. Yeah. Um, and so Sony actually managed... Well, the, the Monster Hunter World went multi-platform with online 
multiplayer. But what you finally got is one that will be big in Japan again because it's on a Japanese handheld yeah. console that's, but can also be played mo- online yeah. on a big telly around exactly. the world. I think this feels like a winning thing. That's the thought behind it because um, Sony's Japanese console market doesn't exist anymore, really. It's pretty much dead. It's yeah. all handheld and mobile. Yeah. Um, I was saying about Polyphony, uh, Polyphony, the guys who did Gran Turismo. Yeah. They also do the Astrobot one. Oh, do that they? is essentially Sony Computer Entertainment Japan. Yeah. The rest of it's gone. They've right. retained just a few people that do those games, and that is it. Um, the PlayStation 4 figures, the only reason it's a success, foreign. It, yeah. Consoles yeah. are basically foreign markets now. Um, 70 well, percent. So they just 70, play on handhelds. Yeah, it it's fucking mental. I don't understand. I don't. I didn't understand so much. I reserved two copies because I thought if it's bad, I'll sell it. If it's good, I don't want to lose out. <laughs> You've got. Have you got two switches? Two copies. Not yet. Oh, okay. But you'll Why be getting you, a second switch. Yeah, Why it's going to sell out? N- well, I was worried. You got it was excited, fly didn't you, Marcus? Just yeah, I got two. two. I got well. well actually, you need two. So you the first one out. No, no, you need two copies. No, wait. Here we go. You need two copies of the game. It's not a Why? split screen game. So I and I, I ordered two copies. I thought I'm going to get I two copies of the game. However, I had no idea whether the Switch Pro was going to come out before, yeah, or with this game. Nope. Because I thought if anything is going to bring a Switch Pro out. It's going to be this game with all of the way that they were gambling with it, but they're waiting. So I reckon it's going to be Breath of the Wild Two that's going to make the Switch Pro come out, and it's going to be possibly end of the year, or it's going to be maybe held start back of next the year. Switch Pro. But oh, yeah, so no, really no, that. it's not. That's not coming out this year. Um, no, but that's what but I mean. Reckon, that's Switch but they Pro, reckon can... they reckon uh, this is like the best uh, game for Switch uh, since Breath of the Wild come out. But the thing for me is. I have no use for a handheld system at the moment. Yeah. Or ever, probably. That doesn't mean this won't come out this year, Rob. It means you're so not interested. But I'll just say this, though. Well, that's it. Yeah, yeah. But but it's why I'm annoyed that I didn't get the proper Switch. The light. Because then I might might play it in your living room. Yep. Well, get the Pro when it comes out, mate. If that that does it, then yeah, I may well do. yeah. Yeah, of course it will. I, I, I why just, not? Yeah. Why, why don't you sell Marcus your uh, handheld switch, nice and cheap? Nah, because I'm playing it on, on my living oh, room you're as well. Telly. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a second monitor, mate. It's basically like the PlayStation era part two. Oh, you just plug it into the spare era. telly. Yeah, it's the next game. Me, me and Sue's always looking for the next game. We're going to be busy for the foreseeable sort of training and stuff, the little one. But um, waffle, not a child. We're not having children. But <laughs> <laughs> can't blame you, mate. Honestly, but, as, as as a father of two, I cannot blame you. Yeah. <laughs> but I, but I think we're always looking for the next kind of games and stuff, and there's been a few I've earmarked as well. Um, the other one being Fantasy Star Online Two New Genesis, only because I was a I played the original one on the Dreamcast way back in the day and loved it. It was it was my game. You just love your so Japanese long. games, don't you, mate? They were awesome. It was the first game to make me play until the sun came up in the morning. <laughs> I've never had a gaming experience. Once you once you've had a gaming experience that impacts your life and pulls you into video games that much, I can't fault it. I really can't. I remember playing Soul Blade till the sun came up, but uh, I think one. I think it was probably Elder Scrolls for me. Yeah, it was the first one where I just went. Well, oh, that, and that and that 
And the thing is, that's what makes us all different. Because that's what kind of binds us towards certain styles of games. And you notice in the games that we play as well, we kind yeah. of have that, that core. And it kind of, it's something Yeah, I like, I like it. It basically widens the games yeah. we can talk about. I just, I, all I can do Not. is sort of poke at what you're saying. Yeah. I don't really have any Context kind of for it, yeah. uh, co- collaborative sort of engagement I, I would with say... It. But... It's just a, it's just in a different corner yeah, of yeah. gaming that I I I've I've got I'm so swamped <laughs> with what I am yeah. into that 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 is like a I don't know it's just like an extravagance <laughs> for me to even entertain. I know. I, I would say one like thing. That, I would say really one thing. On it's really weird because I I mean Will gave Once Upon a World a go and it wasn't to his cup of tea. No. And it wasn't to my cup of tea. I played the original. It wasn't to my cup of tea either. When I first started it, I went, why are all the weapons so slow? Everything you said, it felt sluggish. The greatsword was awful. I still struggle with it now because it's like, you know, I think the trouble is nothing charmed me about any of it. There was nothing that made me kind of go, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll stick with this for a bit. But then then I, I put a few hours in and I kind of got used to it. So it's more about, it's... And I think the re- the review you said it's more like a Dark Souls style attacking game where you you chew you you not in that not in that gameplay way but it's more the attack you can't just spam an attack running out hacking 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 you're choosing your time to attack because yeah, the creatures ducking, attacking ducking you all of that stuff, and you're rolling yeah. around rolling around this time to attack get the hits in rolling around get the hits in because yeah. you get knocked on your ass constantly um, and it's. And then it started to make a bit of sense to me. And I think because it also had that kind of choosing your moment and spacing and everything else, which I was kind of used to from the beat-em-up games. Yeah. Um, you know, it's all about character spacing to your target and everything else and stuff like that and, and all chaining stuff together and then getting out, doing as much damage as you can, getting out and stuff, interrupting, all that sort of little bits and pieces. Yeah. I haven't even played half of the classes yet, the weapon classes. This I could, in theory, start Monster Hunter World again. Oh, please, I've gone for two years. Um, <laughs> in theory, but but your copy of um, Rise arrives shortly. Um, it right? should arrive. But we'll be here before that well, podcast. Before it's this due the twenty sixth, yeah. so it yeah. might even arrive tomorrow. Yeah, um, both of them will arrive tomorrow. Happy but days. I want to know what happens with the, the pro. I'm, I'm intrigued by that. Yeah, and that's it's all rumours. Nintendo haven't yeah. confirmed one. anything yet. Um, exactly. And until they confirm, there's no, no chance. All right, well, we'll pick no. this up again when you've played the full no. game, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, definitely. I'll be up for that. Speaking of games you'll never Jesus play Christ, again. Jesus Christ, we talked that long just off the demo. Keep going. <laughs> I know. I'm going to go quickly. I'm going to go fast like Sonic. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Guilty Gear Drive. Another game you guys will no. never touch with a barge pole. But absolutely fucking love it. I've never had something to rekindle the old days of, you know, this is, uh, the this Curly is Brothers beat 'em up right. wars. This is this is a this it was yeah it was an open beta. Um, I hadn't pre-ordered it yet at the time because it, uh, I waited till it was open. Um, I had three days of just constantly fighting my brothers, and it was joyous. God, that reminds yeah. me of my youth. It was, but there's yeah, computer games it, same involved. Here. <laughs> it, it just felt so much fun. It was I was literally putting lab time into the characters. There was a new character in there I'd never seen before because I never played the previous version. And there was a really cool kind of cop character who had like a spirit wolf with him. And I thought, you know, ghost puppy, yay. 
Um, <laughs> and she's very much kind of like, you know, a straightforward, minimal movements. Very much kind of like Ryu at a Street Fighter. You yeah. know, the, the limited the moveset. Yeah. But you have to kind of judge and use and chain and stuff. So Giovanni, Giovanni, Giovanna, I think that's that's the character I'm going yeah. with. Um, I fucking loved it. I was spending time in the practice thing, going, "Can I chain this together? Can I chain that together?" I was not intending to. I just wanted to get to grips with the game engine, yeah, and then go, "Okay, I'll give it a go." And then I found that I literally have a blister on my thumb. <laughs> from using the D-pad and that's not happened in years um, wow I've not had so much fun why this with one game, and not any and of the other games gorgeous. millions of other beat em ups uh, well I played Street I, I played Street Fighter for a while I was a massive Tekken fan I've got Tekken 7 I never got into Dragon Ball Fighters um, that's brutal online apparently um, Dragon Ball Fighters yeah I remember seeing the trait it's a gorgeous looking yeah. game I own it now but I, I, I'll play it like with people around. It looks amazing. Yeah. But um, but yeah, Street Fighter. I never got into Street Fighter Five because I wasn't playing it competitively because I wasn't putting the time in. But Tekken, Tekken up until Tekken Six, Tekken Five. Yeah, Tekken Five. I was very much into. Yeah. Um, you know, I was still going around the mates' place when I used to work in London, and we used to play Tekken Five, and he used to bring it up whenever he used to visit. Um. <laughs> And that was that was awesome, but um, this game, this game is because I missed, I missed the PS3, PS4 version of Exard, um, which was the first one to look like really good. Yeah. Um, and I missed that whole wave. And then when they said they were basically taking the engine back, I thought this is my time to jump back in, and yeah. I'm relearning everything. But luckily with this engine, and it just fits. It just feels good. I'm getting my ass kicked. There's some horrendous damage. There's a character where you just he just punches you in the face. He's like the Hulk. He's got like gorilla arms. He's a cross between the guy from. It's across. It's like an armored version of like a Hulk mixed with like a knight and a robot. And he's got these really long arms, and he just punches you in the face, and you're looking at your health, going, "Where the fuck did that chunk just disappear to?" <laughs> <laughs> and you're that's just like a heavy punch, and you're like, Jesus Christ. And then I, I fought my brother, my yeah, one who's just three years younger than me, who I had the biggest gaming rivalry with, and it was like we hadn't stopped. Yeah. He hadn't even played the game, and he was just picking it up, going, I remember this character. Oh, they haven't changed him that much. And I'm getting flashbacks and PTSD to getting grabbed out of the air by these moves and going, it's like we haven't, we haven't played. It's like seeing a mate you haven't seen for 10 years, and you just carry on. It felt good. It felt really good. <laughs> so this is definitely... I've pre-ordered it already, and I'm getting this fucking game. You're I'm playing the shit out of it. filling up with nostalgia as you speak. <laughs> it's more than nostalgia. It's like this game is bringing me back. I mean, if Devil May Cry wasn't on my Xbox, which I haven't had set up properly, I'd be playing that as well on the PS4, and I've been tempted to just buy it on the PS4 because it's gone cheap now. Yeah. And just start from the beginning and redo it. Because oh, what I was telling you guys, died that and game, the disc was in yeah. there and God knows and you yeah, moved exactly. house and Christ knows but, what's next. But yeah. that game, that game really, really just something snapped, something clicked in my head. Yeah. Because I was telling you when I was first playing it, I was awful. And then I was just, it was just making sense. And by the time all of it happened and the console went wibbly, it, I was, I was, I was good at the game. And it was just crazy because yeah. I was thinking, I haven't played these kind of games in so long. 
But it was nice to kind of know, no, it's not that I'm too old to play these games. Yeah. It's just, it has to be the right ones that I feel that need to, and I don't need to play them all. So I'm, I'm, I'm bloody happy with Guilty Gear Strive, and I'm going to strive to get better. Oh. <laughs> cool. All right, well, I've been playing some stuff too. Uh, nothing like amazingly new or anything. Um, but yeah, going from uh, Guilty Gear to Gears Tactics, oh. I'm sure I've mentioned that I've played this before. Nice. But nice. I've only, I only sort of just, I, I was just playing it on a little little bit of curiosity, really, because I had the Game Pass thing to play uh, that uh, psychic game, whatever that was called. The, uh, God, I can't even that remember memorable. now. The Medium. <laughs> That's the one. Did you finish yeah. it? Uh, I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, Was it worth it? Spit took, uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm honest. I mean, it was all right, but yeah, I'm glad it ended when it did. Um, yeah. yeah, but Gears, Gears Tactics. Now, this is the game that is like, it's like XCOM style where you're sort of like, it's turn-based and you're giving orders and oh, it's okay. all isometric and stuff. But it's all it's all done in the Unreal Engine. Mm. And it looks absolutely amazing at 4K, 60 frames. Uh, no texture popping hardly. Um, everything's just really smooth. Right. It's, uh, it's got that kind of um, physicality to it that the uh, the third person games have. Yeah. And it's actually a prequel set uh, 12 years before the first game. Uh, but curiously, there's no uh, multiplayer to it or anything. It's, it's all just a single-player game. Uh, three acts. Uh, there's six... Uh, chapters in each. Um, some of the missions are quite small. Some involve like there'll be bits where you've got a sort of because you kind of you have a roster and you acquire troops as you go yeah. uh, of different classes, and each class has its own skill tree nice. that you can then upgrade each one into different uh, directions. So you can have support that's more of a healer. Uh, you know, you can it's all different ways you can do it, um, and, and then some missions might have restrictions in or you know, sub uh, goals like don't use any grenades and you will unlock some more gear. Yeah. Um, and all of your all of your gears have uh, uh, all different guns, and each gun has like different things on it that you can upgrade. So there's a lot of customization that you can do uh, in between missions. And uh, yeah, the missions are of different sorts. Some might have you holding a, a, a capture points, trying to survive as waves and waves of enemies. Uh, come, you come at you. Uh, some might have you start with only two, but then you'll rescue other gears along the way that you can also recruit into your ranks. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah, and like you, get, you, there's big boss m- missions. Which there's one. The first one involves you. Uh, you've got an enemy who's firing rock uh, rockets every round, so you have to make sure you move your dudes every single turn. And you've got to kind of keep attacking the rear of the of the creature, so you have to keep moving your dudes around. So it's quite a lot of thoughts got into it, and um, you know, uh, sometimes I sit down and I don't, I can't really be bothered with any, uh, you know, sort of reflexy sort of twitch games, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I quite like just sort of like looking at something awesome and yeah. and sort of playing like a board game. Yeah, but on no, my own, you no. know. So, um, so yeah, it is a bit ludicrous sometimes watching it as people just stand there waiting for their go to shoot you. But you know, if you if you're familiar with like 
Dungeons and Dragons or any sort of turn-based RPGs. Yeah. It's it's pretty cool and it's very it's very uh, streamlined, you know. Um, I, I I think it's a lovely game. Um, but yeah, I'm probably only playing it because it's on Game Pass because otherwise it's quite expensive. Yeah. No, oh, nice. Yeah, I'm just checking out a little video on it. Yeah, no. I'm... There are little fuckers that run at you and explode, so you <laughs> have to make sure they're gone. Usual you stuff. Know? And there's a move. And of course, you could do your bayonet uh, charge thing if you've got uh, enough of a run up uh, and enough action points, and they're on in low enough health, you can just run up to the fuckers and <laughs> bayonet chainsaw in it. Um, yeah, and you have to you have to be really careful. Some of, some of the missions I was right up to the wire. I think the first boss I must have tried it so many times, and it checkpoints yeah. you. So if you don't finish it that session, oh. sorry. You're going to have to start <laughs> oh, again, <man. laughs> which was a bit brutal. But at the same time, you don't want to get, uh, you know, into a corner with it or anything, you know, where with the auto save. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I thought I think I've, 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 I honestly, because I've I've only been casually playing it, but I haven't stopped. You know, I keep going back to it. So I thought it was nice. worth mentioning. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, I played a bit of uh, Arkham VR, oh. which is the Batman VR game. Oh, hang on. So is that? Oh, is that on PC now, or have you got hold of a PSVR while not telling us stuff? Oh, okay. No, it was on a PC. It's it was it was it was only exclusive to oh, Sony it's a for a few months. Gotcha. I think. I think so. Yeah. Uh, no, I got it ages ago in a Steam okay. sale, uh, but I just haven't got round right. to it. Um, but it's very much uh, like a first wave of VR game, uh, as in um, it's pretty basic. It's very short. Um, it's quite scary. They do make use of, uh, you know, what's behind you, and like the Joker comes out. He's like, he's. You go to, there's a bit where the Joker's in this prison cell, and he's like, "Come here, bats! Come here!" And uh, and like you're sort of moving closer to him, and and it's like, "Oh no, I don't want to do this." <laughs> My eyes shut. It's like I don't want to. Do, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Um, and and the killer Croc's in there, and he's massive and imposing oh, yeah. and stuff. Um, it's very much set in like the new Arkham City. Apparently, it's type proper detective Which I quite like. It's, it's the element of Batman that's not just the fighter. It's. Yeah. There is a couple of scenes like that. Yeah, there's one bit in a morgue where you have to, like, uh, you know, you, you look at the fingerprints yeah. on the safe to sort of get in there um, and you're sort of piecing together. You're, you're, you're like analysing bodies. You've got two different yeah. uh, view modes so you can pick up these bits that are. Uh, shards of shrapnel or something um but yeah there's no like real combat in there or nothing it's just a few like puzzles to solve i've gone through the whole thing and it took about an hour um and but then after that you can go in and you can go through it uh, and do riddler challenges oh, okay. where nice. you find boxes and stuff so i'm gonna give it a, i'm gonna give it a little one more shot just to see some of them um but yeah there's there's like sort of I think it's like 10 areas in the game. So, you, you I, honestly, it's no time at all. But I didn't pay much for it. And uh, and it's... and it's I didn't, oh, There is something amazing at, like, uh, putting oh, it on the bat suit. Like, you pick up his, the cow and you and you literally grab it and you put it on you. And, and like, you put your hands in these things and the, the gauntlets oh, nice. go in. And, and there's just bits where you're looking in the mirror and it's, like, one-to-one. -one. Oh, so I was going to say, did you find yourself it's whispering... Amazing. I'm Batman. I'm, I'm just looking at this, and no, I don't. 
the voice of Batman is Kevin Conroy. Conroy. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, in the in the oh, PlayStation like animated in, oh, series, Batman. Oh wow. Yeah, no. In all the in all the Arkham games, it's Kevin Conroy is Batman. Um, Asylum City into a little bit. Um, yeah, and, and Knights. He's Conroy. Yeah, yeah. all the all the, oh, all the Rocksteady games. Oh, he, and he is uh, to me he's the voice of Batman yeah. because of those things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the voice I hear in my head when I'm yeah. sleeping and dreaming of being, being Batman. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm in my Batman pajamas, in my Batman. Yeah, movie. Asylum's still wicked. See, that's the thing. It, it. Anyone could be Batman. You just need a chin. Yeah, unfortunately, I hide mine under. And if you don't hair. have a chin, you can just like oh, suit can just go up. over it. Marcus, <laughs> I have chins to spare. <laughs> Bat chins. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I reckon Arkham. I reckon Arkham Asylum. I'm looking at some screenshots here. They might have been touched up. A yeah, bit. Asylum. I know oh, Asylum. Asylum there, there, because there was a remaster for the PS4. They did the Arkham. Uh, I might I have to. Remember. I might have to go yeah. back and play it. <laughs> oh, Asylum's Ooh. Asylum. Should we do that? Nine years old. <laughs> go back and watch this. No. Go back and play this. Yeah. Sorry, that's yeah, twelve yeah, sorry, years quite old a commitment now. Rather than Arkham watching Asylum. a film. Ooh. But uh, yeah, no, uh, Asylum's brilliant. Still, still yeah. holds up. The combat's superb. Um, Marcus, I, I actually bought it on a PlayStation Store sale, and it, it's basically it's the remaster. It's Asylum and City. Uh, it's a shame Ori- Origins isn't in there, but yeah, you can literally just. I wanted to call it Oranges, Oranges, uh, because I've Eurogamer, Euro. No, it's, it's the whole Eurogamer thing. They podcast. deliberately call it Oranges, and in my head now it's Oranges, it is, not Origins. Um, but it's the only one I haven't played. And yeah. I would love a quick remaster yeah. of that to come out. And for some reason, it never did. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Actually, I, mean, I maybe think I have it. Maybe I'll pick it up on PC, actually. I think I have it, but I never played it. Dirt cheap. Use a controller. Could have some fun with that. I quite fancy that, because it's a Batman game I've not played. Well, they're, they're doing an uh, Arkham collection, yes, if you do want a I physical have... media version, but I'm pretty certain that you could probably pick them oh, up God, quite I cheap it, I individually. Origins. Dirt cheap on uh, PC, I reckon. I've got it. I think I think I've yeah. got it in a Steam sale or something. Yeah. Or, uh, See, I, I, I think I've bundle. got it on PC, but my PC just won't run it because it's 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 not a gaming PC. Yeah. <laughs> not in any sense of the world. It's <laughs> it's it's a PC it's that's happily PC. retired. It's done its duty as a multimedia streaming device. And now it's happily retired. Yeah. Um. Speaking of which, I have one more game. I, well, the it's not one more game. I just wanted to mention Arkham. Uh, Arkham. Oh. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, I'm still playing it. And yeah, I'm, well, it's now the Ostara Festival, which I guess is essentially Easter. Oh, um, and I've got sake. flowers in my you, beard you, and my you hair. You complained about the additional and, um, pointless content of the Christmas one, and now you're getting sucked into the Easter festival. Rob, Rob. Well, yeah, but and there's river raids. They I got me I like that in Monster yet. Hunter. You go into the gathering hub and they change it for all seasons, and then you go, ooh, fireworks, ooh, ice, ooh. I haven't Easter. even built half the. Well, it's, there's a settlement there in in in. It's basically a settlement in Valhalla, and I've only I, I haven't even I haven't got enough stuff to build the barracks to do the river raids. Uh, I've just done a bit in uh, uh, Elysium or Asgard, sorry, 
Um, I just did the bit to get the rope to tie the wolf up with. Um, so that was fun, going up to the mountain there. I'm quite tough now. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm still continuing with my uh, my double, yeah. double-handed <laughs> axe <laughs> uh, loadout, um, which I'm quite enjoying. I'm using the bow quite a bit as well, so I've been filling out that part of the skill tree. Um, but yeah, I've only been playing it a little bit because I've, I've been doing other things. But um, yeah, no, I'm still plugging away. I don't care yet if that game takes me all year, and it probably will at the rate I'm going. Um, no. Because there's not really no, a lot coming out, is there, Will? Oh, he's dry as a nun's rave eaters. Um, <laughs> I don't know where you thought that was going. Sorry, I'm yeah. just I'm, I'm distracting myself. I'm looking on CD keys. And you can buy, on PC, you can buy the Arkham collection on CD keys, right? And unfortunately, it doesn't have oranges on it. Um, but you can buy Arkham Asylum Game of the Year oh. Edition, Arkham City Game of the Year Edition, Arkham Knight with the Arkham Knight Season Pass. So basically all three of the Rocksteady games with DLC for the princely sum of £5.99. That is ridiculous, except Sounds I don't like want to deal. play any of those. I want oranges. Um <laughs> And that's two pounds forty nine. So uh, I'm pulling that trigger. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't I? Nice. Yeah, why not? Why not? Um, oh well, I guess we'll find out how that uh, yeah. ended why up yeah. next time. Uh, yeah, I don't know really. Yeah, uh, I totally. think that's kind of it, really, isn't it? Unless anyone wants to, I mean, I mean, unless we want to talk generally about how Whoa. we're going to cope with this drought. Well, not in Marcus's case. Oh, Marcus God. is fine. Oh, Marcus is all uh, Monster Hunter now. Monster, he's Monster Hunter. Yeah. And Guilty Gear will be in June. I think it's June. So that's a little way off. Oh, that is a way out. Yeah, well, you, you, you've got your fucking sword. You'll be playing Monster Hunter. Well, when the DLC comes out, you mean? Yeah. At the, oh, at the, speaking the, of at which, the um, you see the steel case thing that you sent me, the link for that. Right, yeah. That's already been added on to my pre order. Oh, God. Didn't have to do anything. And it's had a price drop. So I've got the cool bliggy version of it without Who's having to do anything. Boy. I'm so happy. It's so ridiculous. Well, I'll tell you how well, I'm, I'm going to deal oranges. with it. I've still got quite a massive... <laughs> well, that, that's it. My uh, vitamin PC. PC, yes. Oranges. Sorry. Yeah, Because <laughs> that's the thing. I've still got like quite a big uh, load of stuff that I've uh, got on my uh, favourites list yep. uh, on Steam. And I'm probably just going to go through that, you know, in no particular yeah. hurry. I've got I've got uh, Banner Saga Part Three. I've never played. I've got Doom Eternal, Far Cry Five, uh, The Long Dark, Mass Effect Andromeda, uh, Moss, No Man's Sky, Outer Wilds. Did you not do Outer No, but I can do it in VR now. Apparently, there you go. So I'm going to give that a go. <laughs> Someone's hacked it in there. Um, and I've, I've also got XCOM Chimera Squad. You know what? I think I'm just going to kind of have uh, a few things on rotation, like I have now, just to fit, just to fulfil different needs. Like I quite like having something non-twitchy, sort of strategy yeah. turn-based yeah. on the go. That's Mountain Blade um, for me. I like to have a uh. bit. Yeah, I like to have an RPG on the go. And then something with a bit of ultra violence yeah. when I'm in that. I've just realised what I'm going and through. In- I'm going through a gaming midlife what? crisis. 
<laughs> yeah, not a bad, not a bad point. Yeah, I think we all are. It's, it's quite from an amusing point of view, not a self-deprecating one. I mean, you know, I'm rediscovering my love of beat 'em ups. I'm playing the beat 'em ups franchise that I used to love back in the PlayStation PS2 era. Um, I've playing a Monster Hunter game that I first played on the PS2 era, where. My brother stole an egg and the dragon chased him all the way back to the village and killed him. <laughs> and we laughed. Ho ho ho, we laughed. Um, and yeah, all that's all that's left is me to pick up Gran Turismo again, but I kind of feel as though that ship has sailed. I did three, four games of that really intensely, and I think I'm burned out. I think... Um yeah, I, I just feel like immensely let down by Cyberpunk because I thought yeah. like, that was going to be my my golden goose I, that was just going to keep yeah. me going for like the next decade. I still and, can't and, believe what happened with that. I really can't believe it. I just I, I'm not even not even in a trolley sense or anything. I'm I'm genuinely gutted because I wanted to sort of jump on that later on. Yeah, um, and just be a part of it as well, but. Who knows? By the time I think I get around to it, maybe, maybe it will do a No Man's Sky and become the game that we all deserve. Yeah, I was talking to Rob um, about this yeah, offline maybe. earlier. I, I'm just—it's parked. If I ever hear that it got good again, I mean, I remember the story being good, the graphics being utterly beautiful. Uh, it's just as we were discussing, the gameplay itself is just yeah. not very satisfying. It's roping, yeah. Um, it's, yeah. It's almost one step away from just being menu-y and the you know the combat the drive i mean i've seen some of the driving and the vehicles turning i've seen vehicles turning like that on the playstation 2 well there's a like new the, patch you can see the helps the driving but i know but when you see like um, it's just a, it's when just you like see like matey boy driving yeah. to a lamppost on his bike and it's just like things like that being you know he says goodbye well the Bikes don't turn; yeah. they're fucking terrible. Yeah, it's like it's like, during, it's like after a cutscene. I think it's after you do the whole first bit before you meet Johnny, and it's um the guy you're with. I can't remember his name. Um, the Latino guy, Jackie. Uh, yeah, Jackie. And he goes yeah. off on a bike, and you do this whole speech, and he goes, "Hey, yeah, has to the way go or something." And he goes off, yeah. and there's a lamp post there, and he just goes to it, yeah. straight into it, and then goes round, and you're like, "Well, that's just fucking ruined it." You know, it's like yeah. Leslie Nielsen level of naked <laughs> gun this. Are you going to go... Police you know? squad. <laughs> I remember driving up to him and he's in a car. He's on a bike. I'm in a car. He gets off his bike and just walks through my car. Yeah. It's just, just like, things like that just killed you. Yeah. It wasn't finished. Know. It's It was a probably a quality and highly ambitious game that they Ooh. had to put out because they'd delayed it too many times. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. they didn't have to, but they chose to, or some people chose to, and it's a shame. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm wait as you say, I'm waiting to see what the game will be when it's finished. So the thing is, it's like it, like Deus Ex. Whenever you would upgrade yourself in that game, it had a profound impact on what you could do. Yeah, in Cyberpunk, there's all these slots, and you just buy shit. And you just fill them in, and it doesn't seem to make any fucking difference whatsoever. Yeah. Or if it does, it's really like abrupt because the 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 things you're doing are so sort of spread out, and it's it's trying to be two things at once, and it's failing to be either. Basically, mm. yeah, I'd agree with that. It wants to be GTA, it wants to be Deus Ex, but it's not as good as either. 
And uh, yeah, yeah. And I, I, and I think that was the expectation because of the way they marketed it. Um, yeah, I was expecting basically like Ghost in the Shell meets Akira. Ooh, yeah. From the marketing, that's what I was expecting. Well, thematically, the selling it, it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. it's just like, but, but what do you? But what it's do you? The talky expect- bits of Ghost in the Shell, the talky bits of Akira. Yeah, but what do you? Yeah. So when you say that though, but what gameplay are you thinking of? I know, I know, but I, I don't know. I just got the feeling that you'd have a bit more freedom in the world. I mean, I haven't played much. Um, there is freedom in the world. It, though, to be there honest. is freedom in the world. No, that's, that's what I mean. That's one of the problems I, that's with what it. I mean. I, I, yeah. The problem is, I haven't that, played the problem it, is but... that you're, you're, you, there's this very densely well thought out content, and then there's just loads of fucking shovelware shit just sporadically just placed in random. Yeah areas that seems to have no effect on anything um yeah no it's just, it's just weird I, th- I think it's just they just built it up and it was never going to exceed expect uh you know get meet expectations but uh you know it's not even gone anywhere near them it's weird it's almost like you sort of want um it's at its best when it's you're playing a very sort of tightly uh written story bit yeah and you're going through and you're, the beats. Yeah, and it's stuff. almost it like it's almost like I don't want the open world. Just, just, just make me yeah. do it like in episodes. It, and it should have almost been like a Mass Effect style yeah. game where it's feed, pulling feed you through, through a story, and you're going, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" With little bits of freedom every yeah. now and then. Yeah, absolutely. Like even like jump cut me from one area to another, and 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 don't let yeah. me go any further than this, and just make let me do the story in this very tightly scripted very well written and acted sort of interactive first yeah. person game i don't need all that I'd... that would have been yeah. amazing yeah that, yeah. Would, that, yeah that could have been cool well that's the thing i think the problem is if some people are still thinking that the it's the term on rails i think did a lot of damage for story driven content because everyone wants to make their game open world because story driven they go oh it's on rails you know you can't really do anything you think no you enjoy the fucking story and play the game yeah. there's a balance dick. in there you know I mean, but some games work better if you're because you just the point is you you're there to experience the story yeah yeah and if the story's written good enough you don't care if it's on rails because you go, holy shit! That was an amazing sequence. That was just absolute fucking godlike. Yeah. And then you're just ranting about that for ages. It's like it's like mm. Half Life VR. You know, I mean, that they're quite you know. big uh, areas in that. But and, yeah. but sometimes, like you're you're not hemmed in by your ability to you know uh, uh, get to a certain or run a certain distance. It's like oh, there's like a, a, an interesting way of getting to that place over there. Well, the thing is, there's the classic spoke, hub and spoke approach as well. So, Borderlands, for example, you'll have you'll have a central location. You might have maps that join each other, but you'll get individual maps with connecting points, and then you you load the next map, etc. I mean, the whole open world thing, the 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 concept that there's on rails or it's got to be an open world rather than yeah. there can just be areas you explore. I think open open world is a fucking amazing thing in the right games i thought i thought in witcher it was yeah. exceptional i i i love in the bethesda fallouts uh um, elder scrolls stuff absolutely it has a purpose but it's 
too much in some games. Ubisoft, particularly when it comes to the the latest Assassin's Creed, it was almost too much. I didn't really enjoy Valhalla, I think, in hindsight, as much as uh, as I could have done. Um, yeah, it's, it's about balance. But yeah, the, the idea that it's a boolean, that it's it's, it's either open world or it's on rails, yeah. mustn't, can't be the case. I just, I just think we need we need smarter development we need the story we need what we want the player to experience i mean that's that's the and ironic not, thing yeah, not just following in, in every one of in yeah all of these companies now it's like sony they or they don't call games playing anymore they call it all experiences and it's the same with oh, xbox as well they, it is but if you think about it that's what they want you to have they want you to have an experience so if that's the well, start I'm planning of the game, to buy my experience station five soon. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe <laughs> who knows? <laughs> but that's the thing. I, I kind of think if you if you actually do that as part of the development cycle, then almost like um, user experience or UI, you think well, you want the you want your gamer to go through this. What's the best way for them to do this? And yeah. then you hash out your story and everything, and then you build it based on that. Not just let's build a massive fucking sandpit and then put them in it, and then we'll weave a story through this. But if they go through this gap in the fence, they're fucked <laughs> until they see the old granny that tells them they have to catch fifteen apples. Yeah, <laughs> you know something random like that, and you kind of go, "Well, that wasn't really," because then you get loads of people with varying, various enjoyment experiences from this game, yeah. and you're like. You can't, I don't understand why they would do that because you can't harness that. Someone will go, well, Yeah, it was quite fun. Yeah. Someone will go, No, shit, mate. I just spent ages doing recyclists, bloatware. But if you ignore all of that and you just do the core version of the story, the core quest, some people will go, No, it's quite a tight, tightly wound story. It was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think some games you just give them too much leeway. Don't. I'll go with that. Just, just, just tighten it up. A little bit of sandboxing, go to a certain amount, you know, you can deviate a couple of paths to do a thing. And that's enough! Well, you know the Metroid failure yeah. risk. Oh, that's it. Oi, sandbox, now! Know your limits! <laughs> um, but I just, I don't know. I mean, but then I kind of feel, you know, if a game is touting it as a, you know, like GTA, it's a piss about. You do the that kind of story things. That is a sandbox, because it's a sandbox of mayhem. The whole point of the game, once you've gone past the story bits, is to just have a laugh and completely goof about, and then try not to get hit by a random car that's speeding by. Yeah. You know, it's it's that's the whole point of the the um the end game, the the sort of new game plus the post game or whatever. Yeah, you know, totally, indeed. And I kind of feel well, maybe that's the way. Give them a story to start with, then open it up, and they can just do what they want. Mm. But it depends think, on the story. I think really, I, my main so concern right nothing. now <laughs> is that because of the nature of the way things are, uh, the way that games are like sort of being delayed, and and we're getting this sort of piecemeal DLC rollout to keep us all happy. I think this is really giving games as a service so much space to establish itself as the way. Um, and, I think they and, already well, yeah, have. Yeah, and, and they won't get. They won't have. They'll shoot. They shall have no satisfaction from me. Um, but yeah, I just think I think we might have to get used to uh, the games as we certainly as Will and I uh, consume them yeah. to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
not the norm, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's the exception rather than the rule. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So I'm certainly preparing myself for that eventually, anyway. Well, I say that I am 33% downloaded on oranges. Uh, I've also um, just bought Loop Hero, which I shall report on in the next recordings. I don't know things about yeah, it. I've heard... It's a Devolver, yeah. Devolver published, mad RPG type, RPG manager. Yeah, it's like an idol. Or dungeon crawler manager. It's like an yeah. idol game, uh, which they sort of, yeah. you know, like, uh, like uh, auto chess, where you sort of set everything up and then kind of let it go. You, yeah, you set your parameters for your dungeon crawling and it crawls and then it comes back and... Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I, I. I think I might need to hear your uh, spin on that. Uh, well, I, well, we shall talk about that next recording. Definitely. Which may if I remember. Yeah. Uh, which may be sooner than later because I'd like to uh, get uh, Marcus's reactions on the full majesty of Monster Hunter Rise. I don't know. I reckon Suze is going to be playing it because the Switch is hers. Um, oh dear. And it'd be a case of fuck you, get your own switch. I think what Rob's not <laughs> saying is that um from the twelfth of April or sixteenth of April or whatever it is, um, he will not be spending any time inside his flat if at all humanly possible, therefore would like to get the recording done before that. <laughs> I I haven't yeah, actually thought fine. of that to be honest, because the thing is I do I mean <laughs> I don't intend to spend all of my extra free time not commuting on the pitch. Yeah, you've got to be asleep at points. Yeah, I am going to have to be <laughs> asleep. But uh, no, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to uh, having all this time and actually being able to do stuff with it that isn't yes. video games. Um, I am sort of a yeah. little bit apprehensive that I would like to get a few things finished off. I just before. can't believe <laughs> you've you're had basic, all of this time you not, and you haven't finished fucking Assassin's you, Creed. Do you know what's going to happen? We're going to be sitting there and then we're going to hear like a voice coming from the heavens going, control restrictions have been released. Level two, <laughs> level one. Rob has been released. Perimeter <laughs> be deactivated. <laughs> Perimeter deactivated. Yeah. I tell you what, I tell you what's held me up is the fucking board games because I've got John yeah. and Anne and Ash all going, board, board, Rob, board. Can we play some board games? We're bored. And it's just, and it's relentless. Down, it's, like, it's pretty much every weekend. So, um, yeah, other than... Tell uh, them you're busy with your orgies. Yeah. Your Valhalla. I've also <laughs> nearly completed Netflix, Amazon, uh, Disney+. Plus, uh, Level up. iPlayer, ITV Hub, 4OD. <laughs> um, I've nearly drunk Apple TV. Sky, I've I've nearly complete, finished it all. I think I've I've got a nice. couple more things to watch, and then I'm out out of uh, entertainment. <laughs> so I have to I have to play more video games. It's funny. I just bought a house that's utterly fucked. Um, and that's, all my time is oh, trying man. to unfuck the house. It's awesome. <laughs> oh man! Happy days. I was gonna put some levity in there, saying speaking of video gaming, I've. Actually, yeah, fuck it. Do I've it. just Go, bought a, I've bought an AVI to HDMI. Um, it's There's like some Coberta. levity for you. Isn't um, that leader? Well, no, it allows me. It allows me to actually use my retro consoles on ah, my LCD screen. Going old school. I've got a shitload of games. I've ah. got so many PS1, PS2, PS3 games. Um, I've not touched in ages. I'm tempted to literally go back and play some games. Not in the 
immediate future because there are other games to play. Well, that's the trouble with that stuff. It's but, like, will you go? Will you? I used will to do this you all the time. Back? No, but I used to do this all the time. I used to have my GameCube set up. Mm. And I used to just stick on like a couple of games and stuff. But I think the sensible since approach they've all been put away is keep the garden for retro summer evenings. Project a screen onto the side of the house. That's when you go Oof. retro. I tell you what, when everything's opened up again, you guys are welcome oh, if you're not too yeah. far away. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that far. I'll we'll have a Street Fighter tournament. I shall bring my, <laughs> I shall bring my mini portable projector. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Awesome sauce. Right, that's me. Cool, I think yeah, on that bombshell, right. we'll have yep. to end it. Let's do it. That was good. I mean, that was a, that's a fair old size recording. Uh... Thanks for listening to the Not Playing Podcast, part of the Not Listening Podcast Network, where you can also find the Not Watching Podcast, where me and Marcus talk about movies and TV, and the Not Listening Podcast, where you can hear Adam, Ash and Will talk about all kinds of nonsensical nonsense. You can email us at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com, or you can tweet out or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. You can find the show notes for all our shows at notlistening.co.uk. And if you like what you've heard there, please do leave us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Until next time, stay safe out there. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in.